Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X NGR's Xbox podcast. As always, we throw up the X. Yes, because we are about to throw down. I am. <laughs> All in HD. I love that. It's late. I it's am late. Your host. Okay. I just. <laughs> yes. Uh, and by late, it's your... not. It's not late. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep I am your host. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am your host, Eddie. <laughs> and I love these two, I swear. <laughs> Joining me is my wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> also joining me from NGR Radio Headquarters, Mr. Corey Derrick. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be a wild one, folks. Oh, yes, it I got is. my I got my Ninja Turtles cassette tape. <laughs> what? You don't? Okay, so they back around the time when Turtles was super popular, like yes. somewhere in between Secret of the Ooze and Turtles in Time, uh, the movie, not the game, the really bad movie, not the best Turtles video game of all time. Uh. They put out this really weird music thing, and uh, it was called Coming Out of Their Shells Tour, and they went on a rock tour. Yeah, that, that was like a live tour. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. awesome. Awesomely bad. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Okay. And you could totally that. tell that awesome. all the budget went to the Turtles, and no budget went to Splinter or Shredder. Because Shredder's, <laughs> Shredder's helmet was literally a tinfoil hat with spikes on it. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty pretty awesome. So uh, I heard about something like that, but I didn't know it never that it existed. Oh, it exists. The tape is right here, and I also have the VHS tape at my parents' house in a box somewhere. What? Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Where, where did you find this? Oh, Mike... Uh, where did I find the move, the tape, or the, or tape the cassette the movie. tape? Like both. My of them. my cousin got me this as a joke gift for Christmas this year, uh, and then the movie I got when it was popular. I don't know. I've had it forever. I've I've literally had it since I was about six or seven. Wow, because I like I didn't see no advertisements for this, no commercial. Like I knew nothing about this. Oh yeah, you're missing out, dude. You are missing. You are missing out. Uh, oh my, Jesse, you know something about this? Yeah, I know. I knew about that. I remember that all that stuff because, like, you know, because uh, during that time I was so into the turtles and all that stuff. And I, I mean, I never, I never owned it, but I do mm. remember like when that was a big deal. And and I, if I remember correctly, yeah, they went on tour, and I think. Remember if they came close by here at all or not, but I remember wanting to see it. <laughs> wow. Well, oh well, we just I just got uh educated in you need, you need to when either right now or when we're done recording, you should YouTube uh some of the songs on here. I'll give you the track list. Uh and you should just see how great this was i i, I heard oh. on a podcast that their first song was called coming out of the shell that yeah, was like the first track the, fir the first track's called coming out of our shells and then 
Splinter sings a song called Skipping Stones. It's really <laughs> I'm gonna great. throw some shit I'm gonna throw some shade right now. It can't be any worse than Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh that Kiss movie? No, just Kiss in general. <laughs> oh wow. I thought you were talking about the Kiss movie because the Kiss no, movie. No, I mean I just was... in general. I just I, I, heard, I don't I don't I, get why people like them at all. I heard that Kiss movie was gar biet. <laughs> well, anything that's got them in it is music. <laughs> <laughs> Bat music. Music. <laughs> Sorry, well, it's an inside <laughs> joke that I don't listen to music. So anytime somebody talks about yeah. music, I just kind of like. When uh, when Matt said, "Yeah, oh, there's some things that you stay t- that you're into now." <laughs> hey, stay tuned to tomorrow's uh, NGR B sides where Matt talks about vinyl and I am silent the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> we call, dude. Okay, so uh, I don't know if y'all heard of a thing called zero punctuation, uh, and uh, it's this guy. He talks really fast uh, and kind of he don't has no pun, having no punctuation. But it's kind of all edited and stuff. So he got his top five and bottom five of games. But then he got this middle one that's called some, like, that's just the most blandest games. And when he first did the blandest games, uh, anytime a bland game got announced, it was a dead dial tone. It was just the beep from a dial tone. <laughs> so I just envision Corey just hearing Matt talking, just like, dude, checked out and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. He takes a power nap, <laughs> <laughs> takes the it. Yep. So, but uh, guys, what has been in your arsenal? Um, I'm actually going to start. Uh, oh, mem- okay. Yes. Uh, so I started out with Assassin's Creed Origins, getting a little bit more into that. Haven't progressed in the story because I'm trying to level up and get a lot of the side quests done. So I've been working on. It. Uh, for Switch, more Xenoblade Chronicles 2 uh, got uh, for a little bit further in Chapter 4. Kind of actually at a new town. And so uh, I'm working my way through that. Also, we're going to do uh, Graceful Explosion Machine. Uh, getting more, uh, just getting better at that game, surviving. Still trying to unlock all the levels before I try to work on a, like, a bigger score. Um, so I'm loving that. Uh, we'll be downloading Blossom Tale, so I'll have more information on that on the next show uh, that we talked about. Uh, a little bit further in Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Um, so I think I probably got about uh, five more hours left of that game. I'm still kind of in the beginning, but I'm I'm kind of work, working my way through because um, I'm like in this next area. So uh, yeah, I'm having fun with that, and you know I'll be progressing with that. And then I'm probably gonna be jumping into Final Fantasy seven VII and nine a little bit later. And uh, Neo, I want to get back into because I want to work on that game. Um, and then everybody uh, lost fear. Uh, for my Nintendo Switch has been ordered, but I don't have my copy just yet. So um, I don't know how this government shutdown is affecting. Not trying to get all into politics, but I need my copy to be shipped to me because <laughs> I cannot wait for that game. I literally paid $57 for that game. And uh, I I so 
ready to have that physical copy for my Switch. Just like Corey, that he he's working on his Switch games. I'm working on my Switch physical games. And uh, I know on Power Block, we're, we're still trying to figure out what's coming in April. Because with that Hyrule Warriors, and uh, maybe in March. Uh, you know, plus taxes are coming. You know, got to see how how that goes. Yeah. So uh, I'm, dude. Speaking of like games in general, dude, I've been like really sinking my brain into some Sea of Thieves and like prepping for us to play that game. And like a bunch of people from work are getting like where I work want mm-hmm. to like play with us and stream with us and stuff and like now i'm like even more excited so i sorry i guess i could have waited till it was my turn but i just no 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 Corey, go ahead you sparked been- you just sparked the thought in my brain about it so well because we're going to have that conversation at the end of the show that's why i told you on the chat i was just like save it because we have thought i have thoughts on that game for tonight what we talk about uh but go ahead Corey. what's it been in your arsenal um What's been in my arsenal? I've been playing a lot of, well, in terms of Xbox, uh, Injustice 2 I've been playing a little bit more of. Uh, I really, really, really like that game a lot. Uh, And I'm not, like, even into fighting games, really. I just, I really like that game. And uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, Halo 5 I've been diving back into a little bit. Uh, Just to, like... I don't know. I always forget about Halo when I'm like looking for something that I just want to play for about 15 or 20 minutes and I have uh-huh. some alone time or whatever and it's like, oh yeah, Halo's still there and it's still like it's really solid and you know, and and yeah, I've been I've been playing that and I have also been diving back into Overwatch a little bit. Uh the Overwatch League is is has started and is very uh popular, so I was like, you know what? I lo- I like Overwatch a lot, so I'm gonna play it a, a, a little bit, and I I really like Overwatch. It's uh, I think it's kind of like in in the realm of, I know it's not un- an underrated game by any stretch yes. of the imagination, but I feel like in the realm of NGRs space, that you know the games that occupy our minds, Overwatch isn't talked about enough, and like mm-hmm. you know I think Overwatch is a fantastic game for people who are like. I kind of want to play multiplayer games, but I'm not great at shooters and it's kind of intimidating. And there's so many different characters that do different things to where, you know, you feel like you're accomplishing something even when you're not killing anybody. Like I like to play healer. Like I'm always Lucio. Like I, if I'm not Lucio, I'm, I'm mercy. And like, I like healing people and it feels really good to contribute like that when like, you know, you're not great at shooting people because there's a lot of people out there that are much better at killing people and they can be Reaper or Soldier or, or Tracer or whatever. Like, so I I feel like, yeah, Overwatch is great. Overwatch is great. And I got to give yeah. Reinhardt some love because that giant shield blocks everything and it's great. Makes me feel good. Yeah. Uh, when I get those, when I get those gold medals up there and it's like, uh, and everybody's like voting on like who played the best and you get like six or seven votes out of the 12 people that are playing or 10 people 12 people 12 people that are playing and like yes. man when you get reinhardt up there and you have like 30 or forty thousand damage blocked with your shield and then like 
you do that power slide across the map and slam someone up against the wall and swing your giant hammer it feels so good so yeah that's kind of it in terms of of xbox i've been playing it in a lot of switch though in bed honestly like ed ed messages me sometimes and like when i get home late home, get home late from work wow man it's been a long day uh I'm like laying in bed and stuff playing Switch, and I'm like texting Ed as as like I'm playing Switch, and uh, Super Meat Boy is really, really, really awesome. <laughs> By the way, uh, I've been yes. I've been really gosh I've been I've been really wanting like a amazing I'm really into some amazing 2D platformers right now, especially mm-hmm. on Nintendo platforms. Super Meat Boy end is nigh. Diving back into New Super Mario Brothers two on 3DS like. Yeah, I've been playing my 3DS a lot lately. Shh, don't tell anybody. 3DS yes. a lot lately. Box Boy. Uh, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you just said Box Boy. I hope that rumor that you said about that connection yeah, for Switch and like happens. the Wiki, like, it needs to. And I know you should always take Wikipedia entries with a grain of salt, but the Wikipedia entry for like the past week has had mm-hmm. Box Boy Deluxe Edition listed for Switch. So I'm like, dude, just give me some box boy. Uh, I, Jesse, if this game comes to Switch, you need I will I will buy on. it for you. I, you already know that I got hit, got him on lot. You already know. Dude. Yeah, I there like I think I played Super Meat Boy, but I for whatever reason as much as i love it's weird because i love platformers but i i tend i don't tend to buy them that often yeah and like super 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 meat boys really scratching that itch i just like my only issue and like usually i'd be worried that like matt would be listening to this and like criticize me for criticizing his favorite game of all time but he's not listening to this because it's an xbox podcast so i'm not gonna worry about it uh (laughs) Super Meat Boy, like, I feel like it's a little too floaty. Like, I like Mario's precise controls, and, like, you know, it kind of, you know what it feels like? It feels like a very, like, if Little Big Planet was kind of, like, turned up to, like, 15 yeah. <laughs> instead of Ooh. 2. Like, it's super fast, and then when you jump, you feel kind of floaty, but then, like, there, it, it controls better than than little big planet but like it just has that same sense of like floatiness to it you know when you jump and you kind of like feel like you're going to overshoot something uh, yeah and see that's why i said the physics physics of it you know if if you could if you could like kind of time your physics with with that game and your jumps and stuff you can pretty much get past through a lot of challenges it's like kind of physics and reaction a little bit yeah yeah, it's kind of like like dear God kind of feels that way. Yeah, I I have that. I got that, and I I was pretty disappointed with it. <laughs> oh, I heard a lot of people were upset about that game. Yeah, I I've never played it. It was free on Xbox Live at some point, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I did. Yeah, that uh, that Tomb Raider that was like uh free. Uh, for Xbox Live, yeah, uh, that's that one that's kind of like uh, like uh, Diablo or whatever style where it's like your no, that's that the, the one you're thinking of. No, that's the that's the like mobile looking game. This one it was like from 360. It was like the continuation of 
uh, Tomb Raider Legends or something like that. Yeah, there was that. It was Tomb Raider Legends, and then they did Tomb Raider Anniversary, and Underworld was like the third game in that kind of oh, okay. trilogy of games. It's like yeah. it's like the direct sequel to Tomb Raider Legend. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's actually the it's actually the second game in a trilogy that was never finished. <laughs> so <laughs> really, yeah. Uh, it was it was Tomb Raider Legend, Tomb Raider Underworld, and then they were gonna they were planning a third game, and then they just didn't. They just did it. Yeah. And it's so because it's so weird playing playing just Tomb Raider like the reboot like the brand new one and then going back playing the old oh, game right? just be like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I don't even bother. <laughs> but that's how DMC Devil May Cry is for me. Like I can't play the old games like. Ooh, they're just something like they have a uh, a professional jank to me compared to where DMC Devil May Cry is just like perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that's about it. I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of handheld stuff, but I've also been like working a lot since we recorded last. I think mm-hmm. what. I don't know when's last Sunday. Whatever, yeah, one of those days. Dude, we, we pretty much recorded <laughs> Dude, Sunday we record- Thursday last week. I know there was like in terms of like Nintendo content, and I wish we could do that with like Xbox content, but it's just yeah. like no offense to Xbox, but it's nowhere near as exciting as Nintendo stuff. Like I like announcements, you know. It's like, hey, uh, we may be getting a Elite Controller 2.0. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Well, and and it's yeah, it's like but, they keep they they keep quiet about stuff too. They like they don't. It's like they they're kind of like waiting to to announce things like you know later or whatever. It, that's what I feel like. It feels like with Xbox, they're just not really giving giving us much of anything. Like they just are holding on to everything. Well, like I said, they're trying to take the Nintendo mentality of showing something when it's ready. But I'm just like, you got to keep the hype up. And I think, yes, I think, I think we'll see something at PAX. Like, honestly, I think Xbox is going to try to make presence like their presence known at PAX. Like Mm -hmm. they, I mean, they usually do. The last time I went, they were really promoting Crackdown 2, which, you know, whatever. You can say whatever you want about that game. But like, uh, you know, I think they have a lot to show this year. I think Sea of Thieves is going to have a big presence there. I think State of Decay is going to yes. have a big presence there, and I think Crackdown yep. Three is going to have a huge presence there. So, like, as someone who's going to PAX, I'm really excited. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and I think yes. they're gonna, I, I think they're yeah, I know. I, I think they're really going to have a lot there. Um, but you know, I I I'm excited that the, if this Fable rumor is true, like I'm excited about that. I think I think this year's gonna be a big year for Xbox and like some of the news that they have is potentially exciting. Mm-hmm. I just like, dude, every time Nintendo sneezes wrong, I wanna hear about it. Like I I'm, I can't help it, man. It's just like it's like it's like it's, it's like cocaine. I'm like I'm like Tyrone Bingham's <laughs> See and, and I, Yes, this is an <laughs> Xbox podcast. <laughs> I think but I think people know by now that like Arsenal X and Pow Block are kind of like they just go together. Like you just know if we're talking about if we're on one of the podcasts, you know we're going to talk about the other one at some uh, point. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it's just, it feels just like there's something about Nintendo that makes people happy, regardless of how much love or hate that 
Nintendo will get. I mean, look at people, look at look at look at Nintendo this week. All they did was announce some some cardboard stuff, and people are freaking out. Like, all they did was show some like cardboard stuff. Now, granted, like the stuff they showed was like the more you think about it, the more like amazing the technical achievement of that of that stuff yeah. is. But like, it, it on the on the low end, it's cardboard, and people are like freaking out and like. It raised their their stock like they they like their their net worth went up like one point four billion dollars because they announced this stuff and it's like man like people are always excited about Nintendo products and like Microsoft is the youngest of the three big big console companies right now and like yes you know they're just now getting to the point where people are like nostalgic for Fable Halo gears one even like they're they're nostalgic for that stuff but they also want want you know new stuff from them but then they microsoft is intrinsically tied with nintendo anyways because of rare so like you know i mean microsoft doesn't have that kid appeal like nintendo does but nintendo it's uh, not for lack of trying though like yeah super lucky's tale they did they tried with that they've tried you know cuphead as hard as it is still has like a kids appeal to it you know in terms kids of... appeal to it but it's still a more of a dark game yeah, i mean in, but it's no different that from sense. us playing playing contra or ninja gaiden when we were kids well, yeah yeah but the thing about the thing about contra though um was that it's known for its code the konami code and you know, Cuphead is known for its its difficulty and its art style and everything. Hey, hey, but Ed, how you know what kids... I told you about that Konami code in in nineteen ninety? Get good. Oh, I'm already getting good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but there's a lot of kids who don't see Microsoft as a kid appeal system because Microsoft themselves were banking their games and still bank their games on adults and more mature kids and uh, buying their systems and their games. They rely on that triple A uh, mentality. And Nintendo can can if they wanted to, literally could go out and get some exclusive and pay and pay mugs and make sure that that game is right and do the same thing Microsoft or Sony does. But Nintendo doesn't have to. As much as Nintendo get laughed at for all the stuff that they sometimes do, and then people want to copy them because it gets successful. Look how many people laughed at Amiibo, and then it was like. A lot of people were hard to find because people were lining up and buying them for something that you some people didn't care for or like. Like I still to this very day have not seen anything from Nintendo, not Nintendo, from Microsoft and Sony that people are outside lining for to buy. Yeah. So, but Jesse, what's what's been in your arsenal? <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. I I played a little Siege. And, um, I actually, yes, I've been sick, like, most of this week, so I haven't really done a lot of playing games, but I did play, um... uh, uh, Resting Simulator, because you just rest. Yeah, (laughs) sleeping. Yeah, I I played uh, Ninja Gaiden Black yesterday, and, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I... 
the whole camera thing, like, I, I, it took some getting used to, but I thought I'd try it, give it a try, and, and I mean, honestly, for it being a regular Xbox game, it mm. didn't look too bad, but, you know, and then, um, I tried, uh, that Mutant League football game, I was just basically letting the computer verse each other, and, and it, it was, it's, it's hilarious, like, I, I'm definitely gonna get that game, because, like, every, like, all the teams, uh, sound like the teams that they're spoofing, yeah, and they, you know, they look like them, and then, like, all the, um, like, the players, even the players all are exactly the same as, as in real life, but they're, like, spoofed names. So, like, you know, like, like all the quarterbacks and everything are, are, are spoof names of the real quarterbacks for each team, you know, in the NFL and stuff like that. And, like, uh, the, the announcing is really good. I didn't realize how much they swear, though, in that game. Like there's a lot of swearing and stuff in the uh, in the announcing and all that and uh, the oh, wow. uh, you know as they're calling, like they'll drop an f bomb and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so, but it, it's it's really it's really entertaining though. I loved it. I love every every bit of it. So like yeah, it's honestly it's a game that I could just let play you know the computer versus each other and just watch it and be entertained just by the the um announcement the the announcers and everything so but yeah and, and it's a fun game like i like like all the unique things that they have like all over the field that kind of you know you've got to dodge and watch out for like they've got like these big uh saw blades that are bouncing back and forth you know on the field and so you got to try to watch out for it or you'll see like a little patch of areas that's got little bumps on it and you don't want to run in that area otherwise a bunch of spikes will come up and and basically like as you're playing like each each one of your team members has a, a life bar and so like your your teammates can die and then mm -hmm. they get replaced by someone else so so like you know like if you want to try to do well then you could like try to target certain teammate you know that's really good or whatever on the other team and try to take them out and uh yeah i mean it's a it's a fun game and uh you know like a good alternate you know game to play over a real football game um i found it i found it to be really really entertaining so and then um what else? i tried to play the metal gear survive but they were having they were working on stuff or something. They were doing some kind of thing for the beta so that I couldn't really play that at all. So I was kind of bummed about that. Um, let's see. What else did I play? I think that Wasn't, might be it. I think it was what? The Metal Gear, on, the Metal Gear Survivor beta and the Monster, uh, Monster World Hunter beta going on? I think this weekend? It might. Or, it, I don't know. I'm not or sure. Or at the I, time of this recording, I should say. Yeah, I yeah, don't. I don't know. Yeah, because I know Monster Hunter comes out for PS4 Friday, but um, I wonder if it's a time exclusive. I don't know. I have to find out. Yeah, I have to look that up because it. Because I thought 
all three versions were come or I thought Xbox One and PS4 was coming out on uh, January 26th, but it sounds like PS4 is coming out first, and then Xbox and PC will be later. No, they're both the, yeah. the Xbox, the Xbox and PlayStation versions are coming out at the same time. The PC version is coming in autumn. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, so, I'll be picking those games up probably next following week for payday. Yeah. yeah, payday. <laughs> yeah, I think I spent a lot this week, <laughs> so I want to make sure that I have enough money. But is that's all you've been playing, uh, Jesse? Um, I th- think so. I don't think I really touched my switch much this week. Boo! But I just don't like I have games on it but I like nothing that that ever sounds like right now I, I cuz I like like I was playing the Resident Evil game here and there but just this week like I've got to be in the mood for something like that cuz I I kind of want to start uh finally start Rise of the Tomb Raider or at least maybe try to finish the other Tomb Raider cuz I I've got to be more than halfway through that game um, uh, how and long I kind have you played? Think, <laughs> a while, like, because uh, I mean, like, when did that come out? I mean, I've I've been I've for a while there was like playing it like a little bit like every every few days, uh, you know, like any time like when I first got it, I would be playing it. Uh, I don't know. I I I played quite a bit. Right. Trying to think of where the last area that I was playing in. I don't know. It was a while after that. Like, there's like this area where the like the wind was blowing, and there's like this big bell thing or something. Like these big doors came open, and it's a while after that. I, I don't think remember. let's see, because you haven't met up. You did you meet back up with your team, the members I, and stuff yet? Because if you I haven't met up, think so. I think where they I was, did, yeah. Where they was on a ship and stuff, and they was going to wait for you to finish your mission before you guys yeah. leave. So yeah, you did think, do that part. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you're probably about 30% almost done with the game. Then you got, like, okay. um, just a little bit more to do. Okay. Alright. Yeah, because yeah. I know I played quite a bit of it, but yeah, of the yeah, because if yeah, once you meet up, cause, yeah, because once you meet up with everybody on the boat, uh, you just got a lot of a little bit stuff to do from that until uh, it gets to the end part of it. Okay. So. Yeah, so maybe I might try finishing that and then, and then start Rise of the Tumor. I just want to, pl- I just want to get back into those games again and place and play a good, uh, you know, a good type of game like that is like as much as i love the resident evil games like they're you know they're all fairly similar but you know like i don't know i i really do like the these you know the the ones on switch though the the tomb they're the uh, resident evil revelations yeah yeah they're a lot of fun so okay well, everybody, that's been in our arsenal. We want to know what's been in your arsenal. You guys can email us at arsenal 
xpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you guys been playing uh, in some of our discussions. And we're going to let you guys know at the end of the show uh, what else you guys could send us at Arsenal X Podcast. So, we're going to get into some Arsenal news. And it's funny that Jesse mentioned Metal Gear Survivor. Because Metal Gear Survivor will have microtransactions and it's going to have uh, internet connection to be able to play this game. So you cannot play this game without having no online uh, no online uh, internet. Even though that sounds crazy. Uh, Metal Gear Survive will implement two features Metal Gear fans may not drive with. Microtransactions and a constant requirement for online connection. Um, it was reported that during a, a preview session, Konami confirmed the game will always require players to be connected online so that the experience of going between single and multiplayer can be smooth. Um, they stated... Uh, Metal Gear survive, survives online connectivity requirements were built to support a seamless integration between single player and co-op. This will also enable us to provide ongoing content post-launch. Uh, players will also be able to purchase currency for real money, but will be able to earn this uh, same currency through gameplay. So, um, you still could get money, but you'll get it at a slower rate. Um, and from what I heard, it looks like people were enjoying a little bit of this game when it was working. So we'll probably see more talk about it when they release uh, more information about it. But is this kind of like new to you guys? Like, or did you expect this, you know, for something like this to happen? Like, that's kind of how games are nowadays that to have microtransactions and for some multiplayer only games um it just needs online connectivity to even play it like to start it well with with this game like i don't i wouldn't say that it's exactly like it but it seems like it's kind of similar to your like your uh um like wildlands and stuff like that where it's mm-hmm. kind of like you know, like there's a lot of a lot of multi mu- multiplayer type, you know, like stuff going on that you can do and and things like that. So I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because it it is it does seem like a, more and more games kind of like or even like Destiny. It's I mean, you know, like you can it's a lot of those games you have to stay connected to the internet and I. I think nowadays it's not really that big of a deal, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean there are quite there are you know a chunk of people who who like probably can't stay connected to the internet all the time because they just you know live in like dead zone areas. Like like my uh, my brother in law um, lives out in the country area of uh, of Upper Michigan. And the only way they can get internet is through, I think, satellite dish, and it's the worst internet. Like they can't even watch YouTube, they can't watch Netflix, they can't, they can't stream stuff like at all. So like they have an Xbox One, but they, you know, they really can't download games or anything like that because it's like their internet connection is just awful, and that's like literally the best they can get. So I mean, there you know, it sucks for people like that who, who just don't have have uh, the option of a good internet. Mm-hmm. But I think, but I think, unfortunately, 
the majority of people, that's not something they have to worry about. So it's not, not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of everything. But, I mean, it still kind of sucks, you know, for those people that don't really have a choice. But yeah. I don't know. I think that's the thing is this, we just kind of, we live in the age now where, like, everything's connected to the Internet, like, all the time. <laughs> you know, it's it's just more and more becoming a norm. So it, it doesn't really surprise me, I don't think. And as far as transactions go, I mean, it's like practically in everything now. It's just a matter of how they do it, you know. Mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> I I mean I think look there's so many games that require constant internet connection anyway like Jesse said that it's like it doesn't even matter at this point like if I man like the PS4 and Xbox One specifically are like they're so intrinsically tied to the internet it's just like I mean it's just like our phones now it's just like literally 90% and probably like 95% of the technology we use requires the internet at some point. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, look, our favorite things to watch on TV are internet based like YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Uh, I mean, even, even our cable, our, our cable, we have DSL. So like it's satellite, which means we're, it's required that we have the internet to watch cable. So it's like, Look, when our when our internet goes out, our cable goes out, and it's like, well, what do we do now? And it's like the only device, <laughs> literally, like the only devices I have right now that don't require the internet to play great games <laughs> are my Switch and the and Wii U are hooked up, and like, and a 3DS. <laughs> yeah, and the 3DS. Like those are like, I mean, but like even my even my Wii U, I turned it or my Switch, I turned it on today, and it's like. I went to play, I forget what game I turned on to play, but it was like, there's a software update that fixes uh, balance issues or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just download it real quick. And it's just like, you don't even, it's one of those things you don't even think about. And like, the internet likes to get mad at that. Yes. But like, they're using the internet to, first, they're using the internet to complain about something being, having to be connected to the internet. And B, it's like, if you have an Xbox One or PS4, 99% of people who have those consoles probably have some sort of internet connection and also mm-hmm. probably have Xbox Live, Xbox Live in some capacity. So it's like, okay, this game's got to be connected to the internet. Your Xbox is already on the internet. So, like, who cares? Like, I, I, I mean, I get it. Like, sometimes it sucks if there's bad weather and your internet goes out, like, you can't play the Sorry, game at you all. Just, you just can't play that game, and it's like it sucks. But that's the age we—that's literally the age we live in. If if something happens to the internet, you're screwed. So you you better have a backup plan. Like that's that's the age we live in. My backup plan is uh, right phone. here. So. <laughs> he gonna say phone, really? Phone. Yeah. Well, the phone is gonna always have the internet if your power's out. Yeah. You know that's I mean, so. So like, and now nowadays, you, it's really easy to set up your phone as a hotspot, and you can use it for your internet. Yeah, and it's like you have if, to. if your phone doesn't have internet, there's probably a bigger issue going on in the world than uh, <laughs> not being able to play a video game on the internet. So, uh, you know, either either Kim Jong Un or Donald Trump have hit their big red button on their desk. So, uh, <laughs> I, I think there's a bigger problem. <laughs> <laughs> then you know, trying to figure out if my Xbox is going to be online, right? Oh. <laughs> Which I had to tell you guys a story after the recording. Uh, 
Oh boy. So we're gonna move on. Must be that, good if you uh, can't tell it on the internet. <laughs> well, it 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 the it it consumes some racism at work. That <laughs> that someone called me white at work today. That's fine. Um, <laughs> mine's dealt with the toy and racism. So uh, that one was just like your age and I literally could fall out but like I said I'll tell you that after uh, after the show <laughs> so uh, we're going to move on um, Platinum Games announced uh, they had a game uh, they were working on a game in the mid 2016 called uh, Grand Blue Fantasy and uh, they had a partnership with Side Games and this uh, game was supposed to be coming to PlayStation 4 and it was an RPG um, it was going uh, kind of game uh, today uh, or at the time of this recording, they have some video of the game, um, Grand Blue Fantasy Project uh, Relink, and it shows some video of how the game looks and how it plays. So you kind of see like this fantasy world. Then later on, you see the traditional Platinum Games style of dodging and combos and stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys have taken a look at it yet, but um, it looks kind of cool, kind of nice. Um, it's only been known in Japan not so much over here and if they do fulfill the game I don't know if it's going to be a Playstation 4 exclusive or is it if it's going to come out to Xbox One X there was no details of it coming to the West or any announcements for other systems um, but yeah I, I'm surprised that Platinum Games were making like a role playing game I'm like oh that that's cool. I mean, they you made, know, they made near. I mean, near's an action RPG, right? Um, in the in, it's classified as an action RPG. I mean, it's not like a traditional turn yeah. or anything, but like it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever. But I mean, I mean, it's. I think platinum. I think platinum's bread and butter is not RPG. You know. Which is yeah. quite surprising. Sorry, I didn't mean to like interrupt you. No, I keep no, doing that. You... I'm sorry. No, people keep you're, telling you're... me I interrupt podcasts too much. And I'm no, you're doing a great job. I, you're doing what I do a lot is interrupt. No, you're fine, boss. This is podcast, and this is what we do normally do. <laughs> uh, Jesse, any thoughts? Um, no, I I'll have to look at it. I don't really know anything about it. Okay. So I'll, I'll, it's something I'll have to look into. What was it called again? Grand Blue uh, Fantasy. G-R-A-N-B-L-U-E oh, okay. Fantasy. Yeah, they have a video of it on YouTube, so you get you can check it out. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, we're going to move on for all you Call of Duty World War II fans. There's going to be a limited time event uh, coming, and they're bringing new modes, weapons, and a division. Activision announced a time limited event for Call of Duty uh, World War II called The Resistance. Um, it's going to bring new things to their multiplayer uh, modes. Um, the event begins on January 23rd and will last all the way to February 27th. Um, the event brings a new division to the game called the resistance that's why they called it and it provides new player class to the game with its own class 
specific skills and perks and focus on close range combat. The event reintroduces prop hunt to Call of Duty, a hide and, hide and seek mode where a player takes the form of an end game object and does their best to blend in without being found. It also brings demolition, which resembles search and destroy with respawning. Players can also access the Orsa SMG, Combat Knife, and Vostrungen Volkstern Greer, Volkstern Greer, uh, assault rifle through completing orders. See, I try. Um, the event ends. Uh, the event ends just ahead of the game's first DLC pack, also called Resistance, which launches on PlayStation Four on January 30th. It includes four new maps for War Mode, Zombies, and three maps for multiplayer. The DLC will come to other platforms at an unspecific later date. Cool. <laughs> those sound interesting like the whole uh hiding hide and seek one i mean it's kind of it's kind of funny that that this is coming out like after we heard about you know the whole mario hiding the mm-hmm. balloon thing it's kind of funny that that they're but uh but i you know i i uh i compliment them on on trying something different you know because like that's kind of why I, I fell out of love with the the Call of Duty games is it just kind of seemed like they were doing the same thing over and over and over again and mm-hmm. and like you know like the zombie thing you know was a big deal and you know and it's fun but but I mean you know that's also the only thing that they've really done to try to make it different until tell this so that should be interesting. Oh, yeah, I haven't. I still just not. I try Infinite Warfare, and that just continues to make me not to look forward to the Call of Duty games. I'm sorry, COD players. Loved you guys. You enjoyed that game, that series. I'm just. He doesn't love you. <laughs> I do love he you. Hates all of you. No, I do. I love you all. I we I respect your gaming. It's just you not a game for me. And plus, I, 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 I'm going to play any kind of World War II shooting games. I'm going to play uh, Medal of Honor Frontline on the GameCube. Because that game is so good. Uh, so good. World, the World War II Call of Duty game actually isn't too bad. I'd say it's probably the best Call of Duty game they've made in a long time. Which, which is, you know, saying quite a bit. I, I, I honestly, like, because... Probably since I don't know, maybe since the Modern Warfare Three, that's probably the best game since then, in my opinion. But <laughs> well, our last story is that a uh, rehappy few is will be out sometime in the sum- summer. Um, the developer Compulsion Games released a few new tidbits about the dystopian game, including a look at a new playable character, Sally. The devs say in a new video that they're taking player feedback seriously and have retooled the story to incorporate bigger moments earlier on. Those changes mean players will have to be a little bit more patient. Um, it seems that the game was planned for April 13 release, but... Uh, I guess with all the feedback that they got to update this game, uh, we'll finally be able to see it in the summer. Um, I still love the trailer that they showed at E3 for this. And I heard some people did enjoy um, what they played of it. So 
Uh, hopefully that the game does get a release. Um, I think it'll probably be at E3. I think the Microsoft is going to show something um, more of this game, and they are probably doing something with uh, Xbox One X. So probably something in 4K, or they might actually have an exclusive with uh, with them uh, to get that game out first for their platform. Uh, any thoughts for you guys? Um, I mean, I, I thought Jesse was going to say something. I was just, I was just like, I, I don't know. I think they, I think this game has like a really cool premise and like Mm -hmm. they initially showed it off. I was getting real, like kind of Bioshock vibes, but like, yeah, kind of like, I don't, I don't want to say it's creepy in a different way than Bioshock, but getting the Bioshock vibes definitely. And then they said it was like a procedurally generated like city and you had to go do missions in the city based on like how the city was procedurally generated. I was like, why would you do that? Like you have such a cool premise here. Just go all out and make like a make a six or seven hour Bioshock campaign in this premise and just like really go all out. And like I don't know what feedback they've had since Microsoft showed it at E three, but yeah. like that's what everybody was was kind of saying initially uh and then i know it's been in the preview program it's one of the only other games in the xbox preview program besides uh PUBG right now but like i don't know i think going the procedurally generated route is like not how i would have like liked to see in this game because like even though i'm not a huge bioshock fan i know <gasps> oh my gosh it's not a huge bioshock fan oh my gosh but like i i respect the game and i like I like the aesthetic and I like what they're trying to do in Bioshock. I just, yeah. I just never really got it. I just couldn't do it. Like I just it's, couldn't get into it. it it's an okay game. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. But you know, I think We Happy Few had that, really had that Bioshock hook to it, and I think the procedural generation kind of takes that away a little bit. You know, kind of throws everything and, and takes, off and takes like the takes the tense moments away from like a storytelling perspective and like I would have really liked to see, see them flesh that out and give us like a really solid six or seven hour campaign at like a forty dollar price point you know I think that would have been a really good thing for them and you know I don't know what this feedback is I don't know what they're doing with it but like mm-hmm. that's how I would have really liked to see in this game so yeah because yeah because the way that that trailer ended I was just like I want to know what what is going on, and like being put in the city, and I'm like, no, keep it where it's at, and let us have our story right there. Cause they gave, like you said, Corey, they gave a good premise with the trailer, and then just putting your character in the city stuff. I'm like, that just throws everything off. Like it's a disconnect right there. Uh, Jesse, any thoughts? Yeah, I. I don't know. I, it's like from what I've seen of it, it it looks interesting. Like it almost like I've watched some like gameplay or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of like almost reminds me of like like Fallout. Like it's very similar to like the Fallout games where where like everything's kind of in tatters in the in the city that you're playing, you know. And but but the, my problem is is I. Like those kind of games, like even like Fallout. Like I don't mind Fallout games, 
but they have like the whole like shooter aspect and like you know different kinds of weapons and things that you can use and stuff like that and from what i've seen of this game it it just basically looks more of like a point a point and click like you know finding stuff and you know like you know like to continue the story so so it's i, I don't know it i think i'll check it out Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe even try to go and check it out in the uh, in the uh, preview program thing, but okay. I don't know for sure yet. Uh, for, you know, like the little bit I've seen, I, I can't say for sure whether it's something I would or wouldn't be completely interested in. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna mm-hmm. wait for the summer, and I, I think I'm gonna just pick up the game. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, it, it, I think it looks interesting. And if they do, I guess if they do the story, like if the story and everything works well enough with it, I, I probably would be interested in it. Mm-hmm. I My only problem is a lot of times when you have those games where it's like you're kind of point and clicking and, you know, picking things up and reading things. And sometimes the the story falls flat and... And it doesn't end up uh, keeping me entertained enough to to want to continue it. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess as long as they they make like make it entertaining enough for me, I'd pr- I probably wouldn't would like it. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, I, I it's I I don't know enough about it. I've seen some gameplay, but I don't know enough yet about it to to say whether it's something I would or wouldn't get into so okay well everybody that's been our arsenal news we're going to get into our arsenal exchange so i presented to Corey and jesse and since Corey actually mentioned overwatch and sea of thieves i want to ask you guys uh what roles do you like play in multiplayer team matches or like multiplayer games and if you don't have one what do you do so, uh, Corey, you you started off by talking about Overwatch. How do you like playing healer? And I love that. I love that you like to play healer. You feel more comfortable with that. Um, are there any other games uh, that you take on another role, or uh, do you kind of look for games that have that class of healer so you can stick? stick with it because um you definitely are a professional in destiny 2 so i uh or that or destiny as much as as much as you play <laughs> so because i don't know like like you you ha- we have a particular class and stuff and so i don't know how <laughs> you go about that <laughs> um i wouldn't say i'm a professional in destiny I think I know the classes well enough to know what I'm doing when I need to do what I need to do. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but you know, like you said, like I, I'm, I feel like I'm a better support player because the mm-hmm. a lot of people that I play with are, you know, like my like my friend Brian, for example. He is one of the best like first person shooter players I think I've ever witnessed. You know, he consistently gives gets above 40 kills in call of duty games he consistently gets like you know he does he he's just the guy that you you want on your team to like take people out right he's don't get me wrong he's kind of angry sometimes when people don't (laughs) carry their weight but like 
you know, he's definitely the person you want on your team if you are going into like a PvP sort of situation or like, you know, leading a, a raid in Destiny or whatever. But like for me, I'm always like looking to be the support guy. Like in Overwatch, if you are like when him and I would play Overwatch, he would be someone who does a lot of DPS where I would be someone who was like a healer slash, you know, uh, Mercy, for example, is a character that does a lot of uh, healing, but she also has the ability to boost someone's uh, power output. Like shooting your gun, your gun does more damage. And so, you know, I would, used to play Mercy, and that's how I got really good with Mercy was like, he would play soldier and I would play mercy and I would heal him when he was taking damage. And then once his health was full, I would boost his damage and he would get an insane amount of kills in a game where I would get like one of the best support players in the game. You know, it's just, and then in destiny, I always played on destiny one. I would play a defender Titan and have, you know, a bubble shield for people or be able to, protect the team when they are doing damage or stuff like that. And then in destiny two, they changed all the classes. So like I had to find a new way to be a better support player, but, uh, you know, I always like to play that support, uh, player and like, uh, a lot of first person shooters until recently never really offered that, you know, like halo mm-hmm. doesn't really offer that. Everybody is a Spartan. You go in there and you, everybody essentially is the same type of character, you know, yes. or, gears is essentially the same way you know everybody's the same type of character uh unless you know unless you're playing horde mode and then you have like your different classes or whatever and i actually think you know on one of the expansion uh passes for arsenal x we actually talked about how gears and halo could evolve to keep up and i actually think gears of war would be one of those games that would benefit from a class system you know have somebody could be a healer somebody could be a sniper somebody could be a tanky uh, assault character where they can take a lot of damage and somebody could deal a lot of damage. You know, it's a, yeah, I think, you know, the four player squad, five player squad really fits that mold, you know? So, uh, maybe the next iteration we'll see, I think they experimented with it in horde mode well. And I think the next game they'll move that class based system into PVP. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I really like playing the support player and helping players do better by helping them out instead of always trying to focus on because like don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not a good (laughs) i'm not a good first person shooter player i can't get a lot of kills i don't do a lot of damage you know i'm not i'm not great at getting headshots and sniping and stuff i just i when i play first person shooter i like to have fun and whatever happens happens and like you know i'm sure if i sat down and really 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 played a lot you know i could get better and learn stuff but as I get older, my reflexes aren't as good, and it's, I don't know, that reticle is really small. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's hard to put someone's head in that little little circle. But at the, I do like that games are expanding out, and Overwatch especially is probably the best example of, like, hey, I can heal someone, I can boost their power, I can create a, a healing uh, ring so people can heal up and stuff like that while, you know, still being effective on a team. And, like still do damage if I need to, especially with characters like Lucio where, you know, does a lot of damage or, or Ana who, you know, has a sniper rifle that can literally put your enemies to sleep and then you, you can do damage to them as well. So, uh, I always look for support characters in, in games. 
which okay. which is why I can't wait for Sea of Thieves because I'll be like boring oh, we'll up the get boat to the, when cannonballs we'll, we'll, when there's cannonballs we'll flying to, everywhere I'll be boring we'll, up the boat. There's we'll water. Get to, whoosh, whoosh. We'll get to that. <laughs> We're gonna get to that. That's the separate cra- question. And then, um, and then when when you play a Siege, you can be Doc <laughs> <laughs> because there, there's a healing. There's a healer and and siege too or you uh you basically have this like uh stim like stim stim pack type thing where you shoot a a dart that basically heals you and you have like a couple of them so you can shoot any teammates or yourself you can like inject it into yourself to give you like over health or you can do it to your teammates to try to help them out Yes. Yeah, now that's what I was going to ask you, Jesse. What is your specialty with with siege? Like, I feel like you're a professional at siege. So, um, like, what class do you like to play, or uh, like position? Um, I I tend to kind of play a little bit of everything, because like for me, a lot of the time, um, and it really it really ticks me off, but like. With Siege, like, in order to really do well, you've got to really play as a team and you've got to communicate. And unfortunately, a lot of the times people don't, you know, even though your Xbox came with a mic and a headset, people don't use them ever. And so, like, a lot of the times I'll literally, what I'll do is I'll have my headset on and I'll be the only person on my team with a headset. And I'll basically just tell them, like, everything that's going on. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll basically, even though they can't talk back to me, I'll say, hey, like, because my, like, I use these headphones that I got, and they're the Turtle Beach or whatever. So, like, it's, like, 3D surround sound, like, sounding in these headphones when you're playing games like that. So, like, uh, like when, when I'm watching them on my screen, like, let's say I'm dead, if I'm watching a person on my screen, I can hear the sounds of where the people are, you know, the bad guys are, or whatever, the opposite team. And I'll say, hey, like, there's someone to your left. Because they obviously don't have headphones on, you know, or they're just listening on their TV, and you really can't get an idea of wh- where people are coming from if you're just listening to the sound on your TV. So I'll, I'll say, hey, someone's to your left or whatever, or someone's to your right. And, and, I, and a lot of the times I'll end up helping people even though I'm not even playing. Still. So, so you're... Not in the game, but uh, but uh, while playing it, you're like the leader, in a sense. Uh, kind of, yeah. I, I try to cause, like because you're given the directions. That's the yeah. thing. Like you're given directions. Where in the game, you can play any role, like support, um, uh, tank, or anything like that. You can do all of that. But your role at this moment, when you play siege, is being leader. Because they're giving yeah. out the directions. Okay, I can see. Yeah, that. and some and sometimes I I play the like I'll try to play the floater, like the person who like because see with siege like you've got there's this one girl, uh, Caviara I think her name is or something like that. Um, she's got uh, like her special ability is like silent footsteps, so yeah. like you can like literally run. At, at a at a really quiet pace, and then she's got a, a a really powerful pistol with a silencer on it, and like her ability is then she can run with like very 
silent footsteps and you can kind of run up on someone and sneak them and and if you down them then you can actually you hold your knife to their hold a knife to their throat and then uh they give away the position of all their other teammates for like i think like 10 seconds or something like that and so then you can like literally see where all their teammates are and then try to just go and quick take them out if possible uh-huh. But, um, so like I'll sometimes I'll play like a floater character that kind of tries to go on my own and try to flank people or just catch them on, you know, take them out individually. And a lot of the times I end up doing that and thinking, you know, the other four people on my team or whatever can handle themselves and they don't. And then I have to try to run back to the objective and <clears throat> try to pull it off by myself going against like four people and sometimes i do but most of the time i don't (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Um, like i i feel like a lot of the times i have to play the more more uh aggressive like person who's kind of more in in the leader because it feel i feel like a lot of the times depending on who i get teamed up with i can't expect like the the rest of my team to work together i end up having to be the one that kind of holds the team together mm-hmm. you know not not even necessarily that i'm like that good at it but i just like like i said a lot of the people don't use headphones or headsets or whatever to communicate like you're supposed to in that game and so since i'm the only one usually who has a headset i feel like i'm the one who has to like always kind of be where the objective is to try to like help people and like you have cameras and you know there's all different ways to kind of uh do stuff without actually playing still like even if you die you still get to look once you die you get to control the cameras and stuff like that and try to help out and you can like mark people and stuff like that but so yeah i mean i i try to kind of play a little bit of everything so Mm, okay I know for me, uh, and Corey <laughs> and Jesse has experienced this when we played Destiny Two that one night. I, I, my mouth is shut because I'm so focused <laughs> on a mission. I've never <laughs> seen I've never seen Ed so focused on anything in my life. I had to ask him if he was okay because he was so quiet and like, I was so focused. Quiet. And we lit- And the funny thing is, me and Corey are literally in the same room. <laughs> Jesse just Corey just talking. I'm just like I'm I'm sorry, God. Like when I'm playing online, uh, definitely capture the flag. Uh, I'm the person to get the flag and bring it back. I'm the ghost kind of because people don't pay attention that I'm you know that I'm playing the game so I, I do my best you know to not be noticed uh, even though I can hear the conversation going on and when everybody's just like Ed are you t- are you playing I'm like yeah I'm here I'm just listening I'm just kind of focused right now like I'm that I'm that kind of person when it comes to uh, well because I, I don't own Overwatch or I and you know I I played Destiny 2 and Destiny did the missions and was done with that. Um, when it comes to like sometimes multiplayer games, I, I guess I'm just the I'm just the ignore, just like ignore me. And if you need help, I'm rushing to revive you, and then I'm disappearing again. 
So uh, th- that that's kind of my role because my focus is I want to help the team to win. And if it comes to me reviving, if it comes to me uh, seeing my team player almost get get hit, but you know I could back them up, like that's that's kind of my role. Somewhat support, but like when I'm playing Borderlands, I'm playing soldier uh, because he specializes in a lot of guns. And since we got a lot of enemies and stuff, I want to take as many out with the with the, some of the best guns that I can. Um, where my other friends, they'll be like the support and stuff. Like, and if I if I fall down, they're able to revive me, and vice versa. So that's kind of my place in multiplayer games. When it's none of that, I've I'm literally trying to be a sniper. Uh, my one friend Ray, he is the best sniper out of me and my other friend, cause he would hide in places that we didn't know that he was at, and we'll just we'll fight and we'll run, bow dead, and next thing you know, I look at him and be like, "Where did you hit me from?" He's like, "I ain't telling you." I'm just like, "You're deaf. You only got one. <laughs> there's no way for you to be able to hear my footsteps or see where I'm at." But he he's a good sniper, and I I try to surpass him sometimes, but. Uh, when he's not around, I I got my sniper gun and bam, I'm hitting him. I I like I love playing sniper because um, and like Ghost Recon, uh, even Watch Dogs too. Like just playing the, like when I'm in the single thing, single player, I love to be far back, find a position that I can hit them at and just snipe them and get done with the mission like that. You know, because uh, I hate taking a lot of hits and then dying because I know if it's a game that it takes forever to reload and, and it just messes up your flow. I'm just like, OK, I got to be methodical and just be back, relax, find a good angle, pop them right there and then make sure that I'm not seen. Um, sometimes I'll do the uh the white woman run. I'll see something, turn around and like literally run. <laughs> like, ah, and then just run. And sometimes if I fall or I get, sometimes I get stuck in a rock or something because it happened to me in, the, uh, in a Ghost Recon. I was running and somehow the game glitched and it dropped me through uh, a place that it wasn't supposed to. Like, it dropped me through the game. I was just like, oh, crap. I got to reset this whole thing <laughs> and do this whole mission over because it don't auto-save at some parts. So, that's me. Um but I, like I like I said, uh, sometimes being a support, but love being a spider, a sniper, and just love being a ghost. Which now comes to Sea of Thieves. Yay! Sorry. No, no, that's good, Corey. Yes, Sea of Thieves. Yes. Um, Wish I had a pirate it is, hat. <laughs> it Don't is, worry, I'll find I, one. I will find one when that game comes out in that week's episode. I think. Before we get into Sea of Thieves, I had a really yes. great idea. I had a really great idea. Okay, we might have to do this for the beta too if we all get in or whatever. Like, uh-huh. we should just do a live podcast recording while we're playing the beta. We'll just do the podcast, and that'll be the video podcast for that week. But see, I didn't, I didn't sign up, and I didn't pre-order I'm the game. Fight so. you, Ed. Do it. Do it. <laughs> no, the, I can't. It's already done. 
No, it's not. All you have to do is pre-order, and they send you a code. Yeah, but I'm not pre-ordering the game. I'm waiting for it to come out. Disappointment. Fine, Jesse. We'll do it. We'll do it together. Ed's out. I'm the captain I'm of this ship it. now. Ed, I'm when we get Sea of Thieves, the first thing I'm doing to you is stuffing you in a cannon and shooting you out to sea. <laughs> With only one bottle of rum. Dang. <laughs> and that's, a, that's so all you have to do is drink it while you're drowning. <laughs> middle, what, middle what is it? Is it called Garb or gl- what is it? I don't uh, know. It starts with a G. Empire is the like Garb or Glub or Grub. Grub or something or Grug. What are you talking about? I don't know. The only thing I know about pirates is what Disney taught me when I was a child. So. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> well, which one? Peter Pan or. Uh... Yep. Both. Okay. <laughs> hey. Pirates of the Caribbean is a great ride. I'm just saying. It's a oh. classic. It's a classic. That first movie is. The first movie is the best movie. <laughs> this is the only good movie, and I'm going to leave it right there. Hater. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I don't know. When the pirate starts... Drink your haterade. When the pirate starts walking like they're on the fashion runway, that's the problem. I just I just work here. <laughs> You're the boss, of course. Don't give me no sass. I'm I just want, here I just, so I don't get fine. I, I just want to play Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yes. So Sea of Thieves. When we all get the game. I, yeah, I'm dress I can I can fire some power stuff and dress up like that. Uh that'd be cool. R Arsenal X. <laughs> Dress up as a slutty pirate. Oh goodness! R. <laughs> so your uh, Jesse. R. <laughs> uh, please, is that everybody a peg not... leg in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Everybody, please do not take this take this offensive. If you do, please send that to Arsenal X Gmail. Uh, Arsenal if X you're offended by these oh. jokes, you can tweet at me at Corey in HD. Or email me. I'll fight you. You can tweet, or you can tweet me at that retro cult. Everybody already thinks I'm racist anyway, so it doesn't matter. We'll take it to the seas. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be sorry. Yeah, I, Jesse, you have to find a little pirate hat for our uh, mascot. Just the dog. Yeah, I'll dress dress Lennon up as a as a pirate. Let him look in the picture. <laughs> yes. Uh, and a but... little peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Corey's going to stick me in, or stick my character in. No, you. I'm going to stick you in a cannon. How are you going to stick me in the cannon? I don't know. Where, where are we going to go to even find a cannon? I don't know. We got we to gotta find a boat. We got to. We gotta invade a boat. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is that after the seven podcasts we do first? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. For both days. <laughs> yep. I'll just I'll just fry you some chicken sandwiches and yes. make it up. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of food, did you see me? Uh, Taco Bell is gonna have uh, fries now. Yeah, I did. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Can't wait. Uh, they're going to be those, like, season... Nacho two. fries. They're going to be, like, season two. Like, oh, my gosh, they're going to be good. I can't I wait. Yeah, because they have the best, the best nacho cheese sauce anyway. Yeah, so it's like... it is true. Uh, when are they coming out with that? Oh, the twenty fifth. They just said soon, so I don't know. It's the twenty. It said it said the twenty fifth. Oh, it did. So in like oh, so three Friday. or four days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about Friday. <laughs> so COD's getting back to that. <laughs> uh, <Arr. arr. laughs> uh We're going to be having. We're going to play the game. We're going to have it. We're going to try to stream it. Uh, do commentary. Uh, my role in the game. As host, I'm going to try to be a captain, but it's not guaranteed. Corey, do not treat me like this is roots. We're not going there, nor you, Jesse. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> my my name would not be Toby, <laughs> so don't be hollering all of that, <laughs> all on the chat. But I'm going to try to be captain. What uh position would you guys like to be? I I don't know, I don't know what yeah, I, I don't know pirate jobs. <laughs> I don't I'll know. I'll be the uh, the guy with the shovel that digs up the loot. <laughs> <laughs> You're our treasure hunter, Dan. So Jesse. Well, that's the thing. We'll we'll all have to work. Like the way that game looks, it's kind of like you don't really have too much. Like other than kind of a leader. There, there really isn't too many other, because I mean, like, like you know, the main main goal of it, it looks like is to kind of like look for treasure and stuff like that, and so I think you kind of all have to work together, work together, and kind of like split up into groups and try to figure out figure out um, like all the clues and stuff like that. So that's like that's the nice thing about this game is it it seems like it's gonna be a little bit more brainstorming than anything else really, like because you you've got to like solve the riddles. <laughs> and so. Okay, hold on. I'm excited for at COTs. I'm going to stuff at that retro in the cannon as at sub underscore humanist and I drink rum and laugh. Hashtag Paris life. Hashtag COTs. Hashtag xbox at xbox at xbox quick at major nelson at xbox v3 i love you so much (laughs) 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 who tweeted that i wonder (laughs) boss it was just like okay wait one second I got to get my yes, social media in happen. this week. <laughs> that, there it was. <laughs> oh. Yep. Will, you, will we actually have rum? Yeah, you can drink rum in that game. Well, fake rum, but... I'll tell you, real rum. <laughs> that would be funny if the game actually came with, like, a, a coupon oh. <laughs> to save money. <laughs> Sponsored by Crown Royal. Oh my goodness! Which I gotta try the apple. I wanna try that one. Uh, but Corey, what would your position be? I love you so much for this I don't, episode. I don't know. I would. I just look. I just want to be able to go on missions with friends and stuff. I don't really care what. I mean, if if you guys like make me walk the plank and like, or dive off of the the crow's nest or whatever, like I don't care. 
Just let's no. just let's just go find treasure and shoot people's ships down and uh, punch sharks. I don't know. Can you punch sharks in that game? I don't know yet. I, I haven't gotten yet. to play it. But I'm just I'm I'm like the more the more I like see of it and hear of it. I just I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be so much fun. It it if it. It it sounds fun, and I think the laughs and the and just the crazy stuff we're gonna do, it's gonna be like it's gonna be what we are gonna enjoy from the game. Like it's gonna be more memorable that way, just the experience and our commentaries. Because I know I'm gonna yell at both of y'all, <laughs> just be like, y'all need to hurry up and help me. And Corey gonna be like, what well, time to go? Do you and then take the ship? I'm like, great. <laughs> it's like oh there's there's water filling up the the boat <laughs> just jump off the boat <laughs> yeah it's it definitely is the type of game that puts you in a position where where uh yeah you can have lots of fun with it like whether you choose to take it seriously or not like either way you can have fun with it yeah Mm-hmm. I, I know we're gonna make a lot of mistakes because we're gonna be trying to learn the game. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, the servers are good day one, uh, or for a while, <laughs> where we don't need to be <laughs> patched. <laughs> that we're all able to play. I'm just, I'm excited to play it. I don't even care. I think I just want to be. I just want to hang out with you guys and play. Finally, like, like I said, after I record, I'm gonna finish. After we record this episode, I'm gonna finish hooking up all my streaming stuff. That way, we can finally get some stuff done and by we i mean me and not be lazy but like you know i'm ex- i'm i'm really excited i think see if these is going to be pretty i think the people who are making fun of it are like I, I think they're people who don't care about the game and i think the people who like have an xbox and like i think i think a lot of people who own xboxes are thoroughly excited for this game honestly yeah so like i'm i I'm ready to play Sea of Thieves and not really so much the Ubisoft pirate game. I don't know. That that Ubisoft one just the, like it's too it, it for something it's, it's too serious where Sea of Thieves just feels like it's going to be a bunch of goofy crazy nonsense and you're going to have fun of it. Uh, because of that crazy stuff, because of the things you could do, you know, of course, like the uh, the backstabbing, or you know, getting, you know, meeting new people in the community and making friends and just laughing, having a good time. Like I can't wait to have that, and I don't think the Ubisoft one pirate game is gonna pre- uh, present that. It's just feel like you need to have a serious tone for it. Yeah, it's more like a like a Call of Duty or something like that, where it's like it's yeah they they don't it doesn't look like it gives you as much options to to really have fun with it and kind of do your own thing or be your own kind of character. It's it's just pretty you know fairly linear game. And you know that's yeah that's why like when <laughs> when people were saying that you know oh if I want to play a good you know pirate game that I'm just gonna get skull and bones and it's like it's not the same it's uh, like Sea of Thieves is like a literally uh uh like online 
friends based game whereas the other one is just like for people who care more about competition yeah and you know stuff like that so and for me like i would have been way more excited for skull and bones if it was just like a black flag sequel like almost like a literal black flag sequel except that like skull and bones you are the ship like and you team up with other ships to take on other teams of ships and it's like that's not i don't think that's the game people were asking for when they when they sent out that survey they said hey would you play a pirate game and i'm like yeah i would definitely play black flag 2 or you know whatever which is why i'm excited for assassin's creed rogue in march but like at the same time it's like i don't know i think sea of thieves with the persistent world and and you know it, it seems to be like a light destiny like where like you know you're going to loot stuff and getting better gear and taking on tr treasure hunts with your friends and it just seems like a better more well thought out game and it's it it's exciting you know i i think i can't wait to get in there and create my own pirate first of all and like really see what the customization options are because that's always the best part of those kind of games and yeah let's face it destiny's character creator sucked you know like I, I as much as i love that game that's like and as much as there is to complain <laughs> complain about that game right now like mm -hmm. character credit is not their strong suit but uh yeah i'm excited to get in there and create a pirate and have a ship with you guys and you know it, it's gonna be fun and like you know i'm sure we'll try to pull trick like pull tricks on each other and pranks and whatever but it's it's all gonna be fun, right? It's gonna be fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So everybody, that is going to be the show. But before we actually end it, we Wait, have what? a contest that's going on. Ed, you're like forty yes. minutes early. What is this? What? <laughs> yes. Uh hey Arsenals, we have an awesome contest happening. We want to hear from you and we'd love to have your questions. Not just any questions though. Email us at Arsenal X Podcast, A R S E N A L the uh X uh P O D C A A S T <laughs> at gmail.com. Um uh, and we want you to guys to ask us an out the box question for Xbox for our, our expansion pass episode that you guys can only catch on NGR Radio's YouTube page. Um, and the winner of that will not only win this Force of Motorsports Hot Wheel <laughs> uh, five pack, but their question will be answered on the show for expansion pass. Wow. <laughs> Uh, 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 you guys have until January 27th um, and you can title the email Arsenal X Expand Pass Contest X P A N for Expand Pass Contest uh, and like I said the question the winner will be announced when the episode is released Jesse is somewhere online like dying <laughs> oh my goodness it's a buddy what price where did you get that from I got it. I got it a while back. Um, I forget where I got it from, but I, I think I just bought it at the store a while back. Maybe Toys R Us. I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't. I, well, they, they. I'm pretty sure they sold it at Toys R Us no, at one point. It. Probably. 
Uh, you know, because they got that whole adult section of the like, like all the, the uh, toys. Black yeah, toys, yeah, because yeah, they had all like the Jay and Silent Bob and all that stuff too. Like not too long ago. I just see. Oh, let's just see on the. Because I'm trying to read news, not seeing the screen. Just big hands and Jesus going like this. Like, wait. <laughs> And I'm thinking you laughing at Corey, like Corey cracking you up. Oh boy, here it's guys. live! It's live, guys! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, everybody, uh, do send us your questions. Um, you are uh, will be able to win this Forza Motorsport Hot Wheel five pack. Go to Arsenal X's Facebook page if you guys want to see the picture and read more of the details. Um, we really would love your questions. We have until se- uh, January twenty seventh to get your question in, and hopefully one of you guys will win and receive this nice prize. So get out there. Give us some questions, think outside the box, and hit us up. So with that, everybody, um, we're going to do some quick plugs. Uh, Corey, where can we find you at? You can find me at CoreyNHD on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on a plethora of NGR Radio shows like NGR Radio and Nintendo Pow Block and this one. Yes. And um, others. Yes. Jesse, where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at sub underscore humanist. And I should be appearing, you know, occasionally on uh, Pow Block as well. So try to try to be on there as much as possible. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code. Um, you can also check out my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, check out Nintendo um, Power Block, uh, World War One Podcast, Nurse Gone Platinum, and Nurse Gone Wrong Radio. And uh, the beer review, right? Uh, still on uh, NGR from time to time? Yeah, when they record. I don't remember the last time they recorded. But yeah, okay. they're still there. And, you know, Matt and the B Flats is, is like, so, okay. Yeah, just a real quick plug. We did ngrradio.com slash friends. You know, if they're, whether they're part of the network or not, like we like to promote our friends a lot. And so uh, we've been adding our friend shows there. So like Secret Friends Unite can be found there. Brew Review can be found there. Nintendo Main can be found there, which we had uh, Trey on uh, Pow Block a couple weeks, well, a couple months ago. We need to get those guys back on. Uh, yes. So, you know, it, and you know, there's, there's a lot of other things there too, that you can go to. So if you want to, if you like some of the shenanigans we do, and you're interested in finding other people that are similar to us, you can go there and and click around and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And check out some of our works at nurseguneroguradio.com. Um, we have blogs, videos up there for our podcast, and links to other podcasts that you guys can check out and listen to. Um, ArsenalXPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send your questions, your comments, um, your funny stories, everything about Xbox or 
what games that you guys are playing or if you have an answer to one of our uh, arsenal exchanges we want to hear what you guys have to say about that just send us to arsenal x podcast at gmail.com um you are able to join us at arsenal x on facebook.com and we do have a community on our actual xbox work uh arsenal x community page i think or um I'll, I'll get that. I'll get more of that information out to you yeah, guys. I'm going to start posting the links and stuff to that in the Arsenal X Facebook group. Uh, I've been posting the shows and the uh, I've been posting expansion pass and uh, the podcast in the group every week. But I need to start putting links in there to like, you know, we have Instagram now and and Twitter yes. and and the Xbox community. Which you know, once Sea of Thieves comes out, we're going to be doing a lot of things with that. And yeah. Yes, so um, yeah, we're we're moving ahead with Arsenal X. It's 2018. We're going up. Yeah. So yes, Jesse, uh, energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as always, before we exit out, we're gonna throw up the X one more time. Thank you. And we are out. Bye, everybody. (laughs) I love your little X. Your little X was funny that one episode. We should have to do with the X. Here go, Corey. (laughs) So, with that, everybody, we will see you next time on Arsenal X Podcast. Peace. Bye. Bye. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Get those chicken dinners. (laughs) 